Hello and welcome back. I'm so excited to have Jessica here from the Precious Moments Babies family joining us today. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you for having me, Debbie. I'm so honored to be able to uh, just be here with you and in the community. You know, Jessica, one of our last podcasts, you had mentioned um, that your birth for all three of your children was orgasmic. You quoted it as, as that. So thank you for sharing that. But that actually brought up a lot of questions. So we're doing a podcast today, a video today, specifically on this topic. And I think that what we're talking about here is that immediate day when baby's born. What can we as parents do in those early hours after birth to really impact the start of our relationship with that baby. So, you know, tell me before we get into some of the tips, first of all, I want everyone to know that you are a perinatal support worker and a a, um, birthing coach, and you've been with the baby's family for quite a few years. Um, So you have a lot of experience and knowledge in this space. And you have a lot of personal knowledge as well, because you did experience that beautiful visual of what you know, you wanted in terms of birth. So before we get into some things that parents can do to have that good birth, can we talk about some things that might happen, you know, if you're delivering in a hospital, for example, some things that might happen immediately after birth that can actually sabotage the relationship or that visual of being orgasmic. Beautiful. So one of the things that I always would like, I try to hold space for our parents uh, immediately after during the entire birth and labor. Um, But immediately after it's very important that we keep that the energy of the birth uh, process active, meaning that we stay in that glory of feeling beautiful and orgasmic and, you know, powerful and empowered and and feeling that the love of this new being that has come to us. Um, So we do want to encourage that right after the baby is born, we want to encourage that skin to skin with mom. You know, you'll notice when you're, when, after you've given birth, not only are your pupils completely dilated, but the babies are as well. And in that moment, if we can do an eye to eye connection, it actually helps the baby to, um, to wire their brain. There's 22,000 neurotransmitters, I believe that happen per second. Like we're talking per second. So even if you just have a minute or two of that connection with the baby, we're we're opening up the the door to vagal, we're opening the pineal gland, you know, all of these neuro um, scientific philosophies of how the baby brain is being wired in those precious moments. But I didn't even realize, but in those precious moments, right after the baby is born, where we really need to keep that mother dyad together um, and not remove baby immediately from them. Um, and this is not to which, which the- can to stop you there, which can actually happen quite a bit in a hospital, because as soon as you give birth, they put them on the chest for maybe a minute, and then they want to go and clean them and weigh them and check their lungs and do all those things. So that's really, really important point that mother can keep it- them a little longer. Yes, it is important. And this is something we just we've spoken in other um, podcasts as well about birth plans. So this would be something that you include in your birth plan, something that you express to the nurses, um, you know, and and whoever your your birthing community is at this time that you really want that mother mother baby dyad to stay in a what we what I consider and a lot of people refer to as the sanctuary. You know, we don't want anything interfering from the way the brain of the child is now being programmed. And, um, you know, how all, as I said, all these neuro neurotransmissions are happening. 
And then, like I said, so many per second. And if we can just have that moment where we're holding them together. So sometimes they will want to come in and wipe the baby off automatically and, and get their hands in there and start moving around. And, and we know we want to keep the vernix on the baby. We want to actually rub all that white cream into the baby. It's a protection. And having the mother do this with her hands and the father can be a part of this as well, or the partner, um, you know, whoever that may be, um, not to exclude, but we, you know, at that moment, we're rubbing and it's the, the touch, the, you know, welcoming this body into the world because, you know, prior to being in the womb, they're, they're, this is their first experience in the physical world. So we want to try our best just to keep that sanctuary as pure as possible and for as long as possible. Now, most baby friendly hospitals um, will tell you, yes, for the first hour, baby is with you on your chest. We're not going to disturb but in the moment after, you know, the labor, everybody wants to do their job because they've been waiting anxiously to weigh the baby. And, you know, as Debbie said, and, you know, measure the baby's head and make sure their lungs are working and does it all of this jazz. And unless there is an actual medical emergency where we need to take the baby from the mom, then we want to do everything on the mom's bare chest. If there is not that opportunity for the mother to hold the baby chest to chest, we then have the father, the partner, you know, um, whatever that may look like, do skin to skin as well. The importance of skin to skin, not only for the development of the brain, for the body to become human, so to speak, um, but it's also to transfer the bacteria and grow their immune system. Um, you know, they did uh, coming out of the birth canal, they are swallowing all the, you know, the mother's vaginal juices and all that jazz and creating their, their good gut flora. But Outside of the womb, we need to have them exposed to the bacteria, not only of the mom, but of the, of the other partner or who else is going to be the, you know, the secondary um, or primary of the, the child caretaker. So it's very important just to keep them in that dyad, that calm, you know, it, there's so much going on. We just need that baby to be able to download the information it needs to download. Um, I love that. So we've got eye to eye connection, skin to skin connection with both parents. So that, that's mm -hmm. amazing. I think it's important for parents listening and watching to understand that they do have control of this. You know, when I was a first time mom, I didn't know any of this. I got into the perinatal world after my kids were born and a little bit later after that. Um, but I didn't realize I had so much control and I just said yes to whatever they were telling me to do. So, you know, if your child is healthy and born without any complications and they do want to take the baby away, it is your right to ask, you know, do you have to take the baby? Can I please keep the baby for a little while before you weigh and before you wash? And, and you know what? You and I know, both, both of us know that there are benefits of not washing the vernix off the baby right away. There are benefits of not weighing the baby right away because you know we know that there's a weight loss in the first week of birth anyways. So exactly. they can wait a little bit. So there's never a rush to separate mother and child. So that's some great information to, to, to tell parents as well if they do have control over that. Absolutely. And that's and that's why we just want to say create that sanctuary you know, make it very apparent that you're just keeping that same energy flowing, the love and everybody's just, you know, growing and opening. And yeah, because you're so open afterwards, you're so, you know, vulnerable, the baby's vulnerable, you're vulnerable, you're just in this moment of being, you know, pure bliss, right? So it's easy for you to be like, Oh, sure, do whatever you want, take the baby. But you know what, just making it, you know, apparent that this is what I would like, um, after baby's born, at least a minimum of an hour, just with me. Um, and 
perhaps afterwards you're like, you know, I am tired and, you know, go ahead, <laughs> whatever. But we just want to encourage that as, as much as possible. Right. I love that. Is there any other tips that you might have to create that maybe not that space, but is there a way? And I know I, I think of it always as physical and visuals. Is there certain mm-hmm. things that you would advise to have in the room? No. Do you find that music makes a big difference or visual things that parents can see like candles burning. So is there any visuals? We talked about kind of holding that space with the parents and the child and still keeping that sacred circle. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you would give advice to like thinking about when you birthed, I can't imagine Mm -hmm. how incredible the the space even looked, but what Mm -hmm. sort of things would you suggest to create that ambiance so that it can be that beautiful orgasmic um, birth? You know, I think the biggest thing is really that eye to eye contact as soon as that baby comes out, because that's the moment where you just zone in and everybody zones in and nothing else exists, really. Um, because the, as I said, you, your pupils are dilated. So it's almost like a, a instant download. And that's what creates that need and understanding that your child, your baby needs you at this moment to just be in this space, right? That's great. So, so it doesn't course- matter if you're delivering in the woods with wolves. Or if you're yeah, exactly. in a hospital, yeah. <laughs> or if you're and, you know, in a hospital, you can still have that real, really good sanctuary and orgasmic feeling of, of having. Absolutely, absolutely. All three of my children were born in hospitals. All three of my children. I did not have a home birth as you know as I would have liked. I was a high risk because I I've broken my back um, three times, and they told me I wouldn't have children, let alone have children um, you know outside of a hospital. So. Uh, mine was in a hospital as well. And it's really just being, you know, strong and adamant and knowing that you are all your baby needs at that moment, you know, just just feeling that that strength within you. And I love that you bring that up that it's not about what's in the room, or what you're mm-hmm. hearing, it is really about the eye to eye and the being the circle. Because when you put it that way, it makes you realize that you can have this orgasmic type birth in the C-section room where you're, where you're actually getting it. So, you know, same thing, part of your birth plan. If I have a C-section and once the baby's born, please, they can still bring the baby up to your head. They can still put it on the top of your chest. Your partner can still be right there with you. So that the three or four of you, if you're having twins, like I did, can still <laughs> have that same type of connection or surrogacy or whatever that looks like, right. It could be the three of you. It could be four of you, but it is also possible in, uh, that you did mention in a cesarean as well. Um, unless there's a medical reason after the cesarean birth, the baby can be placed on your chest as well um, and can stay in that diet for that period of time while they, you know, take care of, you know, stitching you up, whatever needs to happen. And the same as, you know, after you give birth, you know, there's a period of time you're going to have about, you know, and, you know, approximately about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, perhaps after you've given birth to the baby where you are giving birth to your placenta. So you're still in that birthing you know, your body is still in that, that space that you need to have that baby with you because you're still birthing, right? So you still have, you have that, you know, it's usually approximately three contractions after you, after you give birth, that you'll give birth to your placenta, which, you know, that is automatic, baby's still going to be there. And, you know, you want to talk about clamping of the cord, you know, how are we incorporating um, partner into this as well? Who's doing that? So it's kind of, pre-planned what's going to happen and how the flow is going to happen. What does that look like, you know, in your, in your mind? How does that, how do you want that to play out? Right. This entire, Um, this entire messaging you're giving really enlightens and, and spotlights mindfulness 
that we don't practice it enough where we're living a world of what's next, right? So mm-hmm. I'm in labor, what's next? I deliver the baby, what's next? We weigh them, what's next, what's next? And we're never enjoying those moments. So you're, mm-hmm. re- you're really saying here is try to enjoy every moment. We've talked about enjoying your pregnancy and, and labor and childbirth. And now what we're talking about is once that baby's born, try not to rush to the next, try and absorb and enjoy that birthing process, which really isn't just the baby coming out, but so much more after that. So you've really given some good tips. Yeah, absolutely, Debbie. Yeah, it really is. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a miracle, as they say, right? <laughs> it is. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for joining. But before we wrap up, I want you to share with everyone something unique about Jessica, something we don't all know. Hmm. Uh, wow, that's interesting. I get well, one of the things is, is that I am a I am a breathwork meditation facilitator. Um, and I do love to use breathwork and meditation to help clear the way to getting pregnant to, you know, experiencing the joy of, of being able to become pregnant. Um, and that's something that I hold very dear to myself as well is just, you know, opening and clearing the womb so that you can have the experience that you want to have. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, Jessica, thank you so much. As usual, I love chatting with you. We always have great conversation. So thank you for coming on today. And thank you to all of you for watching and listening in today. Have a great one, everyone. Thank you.